Hello, hello, hello. I'm Ed Dyson. I'm Charlie Valentine. And we are United, United Queendom. Queendom, bringing you all things Drag Race, plus the Ed and Charlie Show, in which we help the celebs and plebs who need it the most, with their many, many, many problems. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. And remember to rate, review, and always, always share. United Queendom is sponsored by Q Bar, proud owner of the best gay bars in London. Enjoy Q Bar, Q Club, Little Club, and She Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing, and despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. Hello. What's your favourite scary movie? <laughs> <laughs> I am now recording. <laughs> I'm, I'm going old school. What is your favourite scary movie? Uh, I don't even like scary movies. I like um, so many what's them? I was trying to put a cheap. Oh, do you know what I love? This is going to be really weird. House of Wax, the one with Paris Hilton. Oh yeah, I never saw that, but I remember it was uh, like highly publicised when she was in it. Yeah, she was brutally murdered in that, wasn't she? Spoilers. She was. But who's watching House of Wax in twenty twenty? Probably all of us, because we've run out of things to watch, because it's been like a month now, hasn't it, of isolation. I know. Are you going crazy yet? Wait, are we on the podcast? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought we were just chit-chatting. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it'd be good to record from the beginning so it's ringing, so everyone knows we're on the phone, so we don't have to explain it, although I've now explained it. Because <laughs> obviously yesterday we tried to do Google Hangouts, but um, technic- technical difficulties let us down. So today is take two. Take two. So give her another take. Give her another <laughs> take. Wait, did you get that reference? I actually don't. What is it? Is it bring it on? <laughs> it's the comeback. Oh, no. Oh. And I've watched the comeback. I should get that. Oh, my God. Classic <laughs> Valerie Cherish. <laughs> Day seven of self-isolation. David is looking out the window, seeing if he can see the neighbour's cat. Right, so the good thing about um, everyone being at home and being in isolation is that the celebrities, who are often very busy, have even more time to write into us. So should we dive straight into our first celebrity letter? Oh yeah, let's dive in. What's that to say to us? It's not the type of person who'd usually write into us. Do you know who Kyle Walker is? Is it someone with intelligence? <laughs> definitely not, but... Someone with a life. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely has a life. Have you heard of him, Kyle Walker? Kyle Walker? No. Is he a politician? No. Uh, is he a singer? No. So not playing that game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is he uh, like guessing? Does he have a moustache? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know who he is. He's a Man City footballer. Ah. I also <laughs> didn't know who I also didn't know who he is, but he's been in the news this week, and we don't get many footballers writing in, so I thought I would include him, especially because he's from Sheffield, so I should be able to do his accent. Even, on, though, even though I don't Sheffield. actually know what he sounds like, let's try him. <laughs> All right, lads. Oh God, that's not Sheffield. All right, lads. <laughs> Everyone's giving me shit at the moment because of the fact I had a sex party with two escorts during lockdown. Lockdown? They should call it cock blockdown. Is it really that bad what I did? 
Trust me, I've caught worse things than COVID-19 from those escorts. Let me know how strictly you guys are following the rules, because I think it's bullshit. Peace out, Kyle. Did I get the Yorkshire accent? You did it perfectly. Remember, I am I from you Yorkshire. Is, you're spot on. <laughs> <laughs> well, Charlie, you have to take the reins on this one, because you are the single one. So how... All right, rub it in. <laughs> You'd yeah. like you'd like someone to rub in. How um, how are single gay men who are normally what's the word sluts like yourself? Uh, how are they navigating this cock block down? It's tough for us. It is. Where's <laughs> our fundraiser? Do you know what I mean? Slut lives Where, matter. Where's our telephone? Raising funds for us. <laughs> um, I have to say the Tinder is super popular it's on fire. Although when you go on Tinder, you get a big message saying, do not meet other men. Do not go on dates. Save it. Edge yourself. So so is it like people are chatting and is it fizzling out? Or are people... Do you think they're trying to create like a backlog so that when this is over, you've kind of filtered out all the... I don't know. I think people are just bored. and just want to talk to people. They just want a bit of connection, don't you? A bit of human connection over... <laughs> on Tinder. <laughs> So, yeah, everyone else just wants a shag and I'm trying to find a connection with another soul. <laughs> <laughs> another asshole. Um, uh, so what would you do if you met, like, the man of your dreams on Tinder and he asked you to come over? Oh, my God. That is a moral conundrum. That should be on the moral maze or BBC Radio 4. Are you working for that? Why are you plugging that? <laughs> <laughs> just saying to my daughter, I think. Um, <laughs> you have to resist. Well, you could, I mean, you, maybe you could do a date from two metres away, do a little run together, a little walk, as long as you don't go near each other. My dates never used to come near me anyway, so it would have worked really well for me. <laughs> I don't know how much chemistry you can generate from two metres away, but... Maybe it's like absence makes the heart grow fonder, so, like, seeing them just out of reach would be quite exhilarating. Maybe. Maybe you're quite erotic, where you can't touch each other. But you're not even supposed to go for a walk with someone who's not in your household. So even, wouldn't even a two-metre-apart walk be breaking the rules? Well, I don't know. She just... I suppose if you go for all by yourself and you go within two metres of people, you're breaking the rules. If yeah. you don't know them. I think, I think you can... I mean, I'm not a part of the government. I'm not... I, you're not? <laughs> I know it might be shocking. I'm not part of the COVID-19 response team. I think you'd do a better <laughs> job than they are doing, to be honest, Charlie, because I think it's been a disgrace. But that's another story. <laughs> um, I, think, uh, I think maybe you can go on a little cheeky romantic date across the park. What if you sat across the park from each other, both on your phones, so you could hear each other, or like walkie-talkies, but didn't go... <laughs> <laughs> Wanky-talkies. A bit. Of, do you think it's just a fine line between that and cottaging, which obviously we should be avoiding right now? I know, cottaging's in massive decline. Such a shame. Must have been <laughs> Those are the real victims here. Uh, I did see a Twitter thing about like there was there, there is literally maybe I shouldn't joke about this. There was literally a fund for like sex workers out of work. Oh yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah, it's like a serious issue. Um, yeah. Although you would think a lot of the people who usually use sex workers are not people who will be following the rules that much because they're already kind <laughs> of. You know, they don't sound like the most law-abiding people. Um, but, but surely they can get on the, uh, the um, OnlyFans and some webcam stuff. Yeah, definitely. That's where it's all going anywhere. Anyway, okay. you don't have to touch anyone. Exactly. Get that base station still going. 
Do you think that there's uh, people in the same way they're using the house party app to socialise? Do you think there's a lot more like um, Skype sex or what do you call it? Video? What? I'm so out of the loop. You can tell I haven't been single for a while. <laughs> uh, I see FaceTime. It's, Maybe. Are you not doing that? I, I should I ask too much. I would love to if anyone wants to join it. I'm just FaceTiming myself. <laughs> <laughs> that is the coronavirus era wank, isn't it? Of just videoing yourself and then watching it back yourself. <laughs> That's when you know it's got really bad. <laughs> Day nine of self-isolation. Wendy is breaking up an Easter egg onto a slice of bread, which she intends to make into a toasted chocolate sandwich. Um, so I'm going to dive straight in to Hum Ting Wong before we do another letter. I'm mixing it up a little bit. So, you know, if you remember, Jet, what the themes are for um, the Hum Ting Wongs? Uh, they, yes, they're songs about being alone. Well, actually, yeah, you're right. But you, they're not, they're linked to the pandemic, the whole thing. So it's not okay. always about being alone, but something. And this week, it's shebang. it's more about the NHS. That's your clue oh, okay. to start with. So let's go. I'm going to do a few breaths. Good song, um, but and then I was, and then you went into this high, you went into this like Prince falsetto, and I was like, "Where's he gone?" Thank you. What well, Prince after he died? It did sound <laughs> like I was going to die at one point. Um, <laughs> well, so because it's about the NHS, it's a, a display of gratitude. It's a singer we've discussed Thank on the podcast. You. Yes, you got it. Oh, I, I was going to say it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you hear it now? Yes, I get it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Charlie. Isn't it a wonderful song? Is it, does she spell it thank you with just the letter U? Does she? I hate when people time. do that. <laughs> She's so cool, honest. She's so hip. One of my favourite albums of all time is Misunderstood by Pink, but I can't bear the fact she, like, does a... She does, like, a funny spelling in the title to try and make it look snazzy. <laughs> The fact I even used the word snazzy says it all. Um, but yeah, and I love the video and she's got the hair coming down over her breast It's just an yeah. iconic song. My friend Dan wants it played at his funeral, actually. I think it would be a nice funeral song. <laughs> didn't think so? She had COVID-19, didn't she? Yeah, she's rec- I think she revealed it after she'd got better. So if fans like myself didn't have the worry of worrying about her. But she's so fit and healthy, I never would have worried anyway. Um, she's um she said it was rough. She's really angry, isn't she? I know. It seems like 
it's very hard to predict how it's going to affect different people. And I think it kind of maybe partly comes down to how much of it you get. Um, Do you think we're going to have a a proper celebrity death? um, Have have any celebrities died so far? I think some, like, I don't want to say minor celebrities have died, but... I think some... A lot of celebrities' family members have died, but I don't know if, yeah, an actual celebrity... Who died? Did you say Peter Pan? (laughs) He's not real. He's not Um, real. I think there's a proper celebrity in Japan or Korea, like quite famous celebrity died there. Oh, and the first member of the royal family died, not in the UK. I think in Spain, was it? Or Monaco? Oh, really? Yeah, I think their main royal died. Um, Freaking weird, I think Boris Johnson's the most high-profile case in the world, no? Oh, yeah, he's, he's got to be. I think he's over the worst now. I mean, don't quote me as a source, but it looked really hairy for a second there. Hairy. <laughs> Sorry. It does look a bit mad that we're the only country where, like, the whole top, top government got it. Like, the top government advisor, our prime minister, the health, chief medical advisor, the health secretary. It's like, oh, my God. They wouldn't stop shaking hands. and the, I did in the second plot. Well, I mean, yeah, if... if We'd locked down when we should have. I bet that wouldn't have happened. But I guess... Oh, God, it's just such a mess. I I really feel optimistic we're almost over the worst now. But also, what the hell do I know? Close to nothing. Well, I saw the chief... um, I've got to slap BBC News now. (laughs) Chief um, Andrew Marshall. Um, The the guy from Imperial College, the scientist, you said the peak was going to be between... Easter Sunday and Wednesday. He said that's when the peak's going to be worse. And then after that, we should start going backwards, hopefully. Well, can I ask a serious question? Is Easter Sunday this Sunday? Yeah. Okay, good. Because I genuinely do not know what day it is. I don't know where I am, what I'm doing. I'm just wandering around, humming a line of smart set. alcohol to differentiate the weekend from the week. That's how I'm doing it. Oh, I wish I was. We've managed not to drink since Sunday. I know it's only Wednesday, but that's a huge feat in my flat at the moment. Um, But tonight is going to be the night that we break it. Day 13 of self-isolation. Michael is watching hit workouts on YouTube while snacking on twiglets. So you're just drinking Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Yeah, and then I know it's the weekend. And then you just (laughs) stick to like coke and meth Monday to Friday? Exactly. Good, yeah, when that's I, forget, a... <laughs> I did get approached by a dealer in gloves, actually, in Wapping. Really? This, like, little teenage boy came up to me in gloves and handed me his business card. Oh, my God. So he's breaking every rule going. I know. He does. Apparently, he said he does the best dinner in East London. The, just like... The best I roast dinner? The best drugs in East London, he said. Oh, wow, that's a bold claim, because that's a crowded market. <laughs> no, I know, he didn't provide any evidence, but I believed him anyway. <laughs> I'm sure you've been ordering regularly since. Um, right, I'm going to go from one hit, Alanis Morissette, to another now, which is, of course, Daenerys for Trapino, Daenerys for Trapino, Daenerys for Trapino, Daenerys for Trapino, hey, and we'll see you in a sec. Hello, Benji Potter here, and I want to tell you about my brand new podcast, Letters from Quarantine. Sick of coronavirus? then you'll hate my podcast. It's Desert Island Discs meets every bloody other interview podcast and Edward Dyson, your host, is on it this week. Listen in on Apple Podcasts or Spotify now. 
United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. We're back and we have another celebrity letter. Another man as well. We're very... It's a sausage party this week. Mm. Not in your flat, Charlie, by the sounds of things, but I mean... Absolutely not. On the podcast. Uh, This one is from Elder Barge. I won't do an impression because, much like Crystal Method, I do not know what he sounds like or anything about him, apart from that song. But he says this. Dear Ed and Charlie... As two of the most influential gay men in the world, I hoped you could help me out with something. Lately, I've been getting a lot of followers and attention online, mostly from gay men. I don't know why this is. Do you know? It's making me very paranoid. All I want to do is dance to the beat of the rhythm of the night and dance until the morning light. And forget about the worries of my mind so I can leave them all behind. Can you help me? Lots of love. Elder motherfucking barge. Hmm. Do Do you know what this is about? This is about Miss Method. Miss Method. <laughs> so, so of course, he is getting attention because, I mean, I assume he is alive, isn't he? Is he? I assume so. He must be if he wrote this letter in. Um, but yeah, he's been heavily referenced on the current season of Drag Race, season 12, because RuPaul believes one of the contestants, Crystal Method, looks like Elder Barge because of her mullet. And it started off as a bit of a joke, but now it's being kind of turned into a meme because it's getting uncomfortable, the fact that Crystal Method doesn't know who he is and RuPaul just keeps ramming it down her throat. Well, I think, yeah, he wants to ram it down her throat. I mean, he's getting very creepy. Um, But yeah, so can you imagine what it's like to be kind of famous and forgotten and then suddenly just pop up and be heavily referenced on a massive TV show? I know, his whole career's revived. Do you think he's cashing in on this at all? <laughs> How would you no, cash in? going to be headlining Hooper next year. That's what I'm <laughs> Oh my God, that would be amazing. When would yeah. Hooper have been? Is it meant to be like now? He just got cancelled yesterday. It was um, start of June, middle of June. God. I mean, do you think a few of these things are going to be pushed back to later in the year? Because like Brighton Pride and stuff, or do you think they're just not going to do it till next year? I think they're going to have to cancel them all Brighton's been cancelled till next year because I think well, how are you going to get performers to come if people aren't travelling I know I but, that, but if, if for example by August we're back on track wouldn't that offer an opportunity for a lot of these things to like hold their things again no because like, how would you get any you couldn't get Mariah or Pussycat Dolls to fly because there'd be no flights well, I don't think there'd be international flights still even if the lockdown's released do you think there's absolutely zero chance of there being international flights? Till when? I don't know. I can't see it going up very soon. Because I think countries are going to be so strict about who comes into the country. You're really ruining my optimism, Charlie. I'm trying to stay optimistic about this whole thing. I know. I feel like by August we'll be Gaga. back. To... Did you get Gaga tickets? I did. Um, so that's going to be cancelled anytime soon. I'm surprised it already hasn't been. Because wasn't she already cancelling some things before coronavirus? She's postponed the album release indefinitely. She just said 2020. Yeah, that was because of Corona. But I think even before, wasn't she cancelling like Vegas gigs and stuff? And I don't know. Oh, maybe. 
Um, but, but yeah, it's the most I've. I think it's the most I've ever spent on tickets for um, a concert. I spent four hundred pounds on the tickets. So in a way, <laughs> if I get them back, because um, it was quite a crazy thing to do. But also, I really want to see it. Oh my god! Did you get like VIP or something? No, it's four hundred pound for two tickets. So like obviously two hundred pound each. Um, and they were not. They were standing. So I guess that's like you can get close if you. But Gaga's fans are going to camp outside like a day before, aren't they? And I'm, I'm not going to be able to do that. So I guess. Well, I, I got standing, but mine were much less. So you didn't get some sort of VIP package. How much for yours, Charlie? I dreaded. Eighty-eight. Are you fucking kidding me? For standing, yeah. I think you've bought. You actually bought a VIP package. Maybe you're on stage. You're a backup dancer. <laughs> <laughs> well, shouldn't I be getting paid? <laughs> How on earth is that possible? Are you kidding? Yeah, they were seated or standing. I think you've accidentally sort of yeah, like bought a prosecco with it or something. <laughs> what, what day did you buy them? Uh, I think I bought them the. I did. I got the American Express sale, not the Gaga fan sale. Oh, maybe it's because I I got the. I didn't get the fan sale like I signed up, but I, um, I think it was the day the day they became available. I bought them. Do you think? I'm really going to struggle to get over this. Although, if it's cancelled, I'm going to get my money back anyway, so I guess it's all much of a muchness. Yeah. So, for some of those events, so I've got... Ta- you got Taylor as well, right? Taylor? Are they in gone on sale? Oh, yeah, Taylor went on sale, like, six months ago. The Lover Tour? Is this the festival one? Yes, it's around High Park. Um, no, I did not get tickets for that. I wasn't even aware they'd gone on sale. I think they went on sale, yeah. I think... Oh, BTS! Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I usually get to go to that not paying. So I think I just relied on that. That's where, is Little Mix supporting her? No, Little Mix of the week before or the week after. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought you meant like a full Taylor tour. Yeah, I usually no, get I to go to BTS. Festivals this time. Oh, interesting. But I think the problem with those ones is you can't postpone, you have to postpone it next year. Because if it's at like the O2, you could maybe postpone it to like December. But because they're outdoor venues, you'd have to wait till next summer. So I don't know how they're going to do it. Well, I think it's a good job if I just don't buy tickets for anything at all anyway, because clearly I'm paying way more than I need to be doing. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Louise. <laughs> you put some space around you in the signing area. You can tell everyone you've got two extra tickets some space. <laughs> I know, I'm going to have to be touting. So as a special treat, because everyone's been going through so much, um, there are going to be no pleb letters this week. So I know there's a huge sigh of relief from everyone, uh, oh, just the celebrities. Um, but we do have a couple of shout-outs. So we have um, a shout-out to Vanessa York and her 10-year-old daughter, Layla, who listens to the podcast every week. Oh, hey, girls. I don't know how I feel about a 10-year-old listening, but Vanessa assures me that she has heard a lot worse. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but we we do talk about a lot of inappropriate things, don't we? We do. So I was going to say we could start turning it down for the children listening, but I I don't know what we'd be left with. I think just hunting wannabe left in, and even that is quite traumatic, regardless of your age, really. (laughs) And I'd also like to give a shout out to Edward Morgan, who's been providing us with the self-isolation audio clips that are running through this episode. He's hilarious, and you can find him on at Edward Morgan Believes on Instagram. And on YouTube, he's youtube.com forward slash user forward slash EWJ Morgan. 
Oh, that reminds me actually, Charlie. Are you um, going to be one of the people who's doing any of that online content? Oh, God, no. <laughs> Why is it too... I can't do it. I tried. I did write a corona joke the other day, and I was trying to film it. Um, do you know what happens? I think of a joke, and I was like, I'm going to film it on Instagram. I was, I was, I was like, I walk around, and to try to get a camera, and I just put it on Instagram. Yeah. And I was like, I'll go and find a quiet street. Everyone was out. I could not find a single unoccupied street in my area because everyone was going for a walk. Honestly. <laughs> oh, my God. It's supposed to be in lockdown. My street's never busy out. But honestly, it looks like there's a freaking marathon on every day. People are just running about. <laughs> People handing out water bottles. Then what's going on? <laughs> oh my god! Maybe just film that. That sounds pretty funny. So yeah, I couldn't. Fil- I couldn't film that. Oh well, that's a shame because we need as much distraction and entertainment as we can at the moment. So hopefully your street quietens down soon. Oh, can I shout out? There's so many of the listeners. I've been I've been putting stuff on my Instagram, being like, "Where can I buy this? Where can I buy that?" And they've been so helpful, everyone. <laughs> with with <laughs> what? Like, I wanted to, but there was a jumper I saw on Gogglebox, and I couldn't find out where it's from. And I put it on Instagram, but, like, can someone tell where it's from? And so many listeners wrote in, telling me exactly the shop to get it from. Oh, that's amazing. So thank you, everyone. You're just helping out my life. Well, next time I need to know how much I should be paying for a Lady Gaga ticket, I'm going to ask the <laughs> listeners, and hopefully they will guide me in the right direction. Or ask you. <laughs> yeah. Day 15 of self-isolation. Jonathan is seeing how many mini cheddars he can fit into his mouth at once. Um, so, do you have any big plans for this week? <laughs> Huge. <laughs> I'm gonna go mental. <laughs> no, well, I'm quite worried about the. Um, I started to work out in the park. I was trying to work out at home and couldn't. So now I'm taking my phone to the park. I'm doing little Instagram. I'm following like workouts on Instagram in the park. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. You doing Joe Wicks? Nah, I'm no. too, too mainstream for me. I need more alternative stuff. <laughs> <laughs> With an edge, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, I think I might try, maybe I'll try and bake a cake or something. Well, People are baking a lot. Hell. I don't have baking, I can't find a bloody egg for love no money. Oh, uh, eggs are another one that's running out. They were. I think they're coming back into stock. Like, what fried eggs anywhere? There should be a lot of chocolate eggs, but I guess that's no, of no use to you when you're baking. <laughs> what um, have you got plans? Uh, I am currently um, doing a jigsaw, which I haven't done since I was a child. Um, it's and it's quite. I would recommend it because it's quite relaxing, and it's good to watch TV and then do your jigsaw, kind of. So you've got two things going on at once. So you feel quite occupied. Gotcha. Can you imagine if a few months ago you'd asked me what I was doing this week and I'd said that? <laughs> but now it's actually quite normal. Like it's, no, right. it's the weekend. <laughs> Apart from that, uh, obviously me and my boyfriend, I think, are going to break our no drinking for the week tonight. Uh, so we have that to look forward to. And then, yeah, I think that's it. A bit, pretty crowded week. I think we both got a lot going on. Do you find, I don't know, I'm doing this, but it's like I'm getting up as late as I can just to like, it's just like, what's the point of getting up early? Just prolong in the day. No, actually, I'm oh. getting up very early, earlier than usual, which is very frustrating. I would like to be oh. lying in, but it's just not happening. I think because I'm not doing a lot, it's hard to stay asleep because it's like, well, I'm, I wasn't tired enough to have a big sleep. Yeah, you actually learned it. I know, I need to, maybe I need to do the, the park workouts like you're doing. Day 19 of self-isolation. Matthew 
is trying cheese strings for the first time in 14 years. Um, one thing to look forward to is on Saturday Drag Race, uh, we have the Madonna Unauthorised Rusical Special, which I'm very, very, very excited about. Um, and as always, we will have on Monday the recap of that episode. Yeah. So I Wait, guess... You were, just quickly, if you were doing... I know you can get your favorite Madonna socks, but had you talked about if you were doing the Madonna runway, what would you wear? Um, I have Don't thought... Don't say kimono. <laughs> kimono, no, no, no. Um, I have thought about it before, and it was... Um, I did kind of think of going in a direction, not like Valentina, but something from that era. So quite sex book, something like controversial like that. I think of the looks that haven't appeared that I would like. I mean, no one's done like a full on frozen look, like the whole black gothic type thing. Um, I know nothing really matters. Kimono is, is in the same era, but no one's gone full on frozen and no one's done a full on hung up confessions look. So those were... Yeah, I don't know the 80s. So it is disco. Yeah, also like Saturday Night Fever inspired type thing. What would yours be? Yeah. I to be fair, I really like the um I call it the Madame X kind of era with the hair patch and the I know obviously that's after the show's gonna happen. Uh yeah, I kinda like the modern look she's been doing. Yeah. Um has anyone come out in a, a white wedding dress and done like a virgin? I feel like they must have, but I can't think of anyone doing that. No, I don't think anyone's done the iconic. Maybe they thought that was too obvious. The iconic, um, like holiday, you know, like the black uh, leggings and dance workout stuff. Yeah, actually, Trinity Taylor did a look kind of like that, but it wasn't even on the Madonna runway. It was on All Stars, <laughs> and I think it was inspired by Linda Evangelista. I never can say her name, Linda Evangelista. Lin- Evangelista, yeah. Linda Evangelista, yeah. But I thought it looked a little bit Madonna early 80s. But yeah, no one's gone full on like tights in the hair, desperately seeking Susan era. So there are still a lot they could do. I mean, it would cause me a full on breakdown because I'd want to do all of them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I'd go with like a virgin then if no one's done that. I'd do the white wedding dress and maybe do some little cheeky reveal to like kissing Britney. Like maybe pick out a framed photo of Britney and kiss it on the runway. That, yeah. that could be cute. But I am going to be fucking critical as hell of these queens during that rusical. They had better do Madonna right. And as I think I said on last week's United Queendom, I have heard that they don't do well. Dun, dun, dun. Well, RuPaul said on What's the Tea, he said to a celebrity guest, uh, he made a reference as if like, oh, the, a lot of the queens didn't really get Madonna and didn't do her justice. So I, the knives will be out from my end. Well, that'll be the third time. So, even, so the first Madonna run was a flop. The second one didn't really um, redeem itself, did it? And the second one was a lot better, but they also had two queens doing the same look again. I think oh, it yeah, was, what look was it? I think Trinity and Nina Bidina Brown both did the Met Gala look. And then there was Peppermint and Shea Coulee both did the Material Girl look. So there were two crossovers. But, I mean, if you're going to do an iconic look, there is going to be a chance someone else is going to do it. So I do sympathise. But I would, after season eight, I would pick two Madonna looks, just in case. Yeah. For sure. Has anyone done the cone bra, even? Um, yes, it was done really badly by Chi-Chi Devane on the season eight one. and then, <sighs> But then Raja was so annoyed on Fashion Photo Review how badly it had gone that at the finale of season eight where all the winners came out she came out dressed as madonna 
and she had a conical bra. She did more of an express yourself look, but she had the, the bra as well. So she, Raja kind of did it so well. I don't think anyone else would do that one now. Oh. But I think it will be featured in the episode because obviously that's a huge part of Madonna's unbelievably iconic career. I mean, you guys are going to find me unbearable next week talking about Madonna. The podcast is going to be four hours long and <laughs> I'm going to be delving into everything. But yeah, we have that to look forward to. And until then, just, guys, just try and enjoy your week as best you can. Get, wash your damn hands. Wash your hands. Do your jigsaws. Masturbate freely. And we'll see you on Monday. Bye, everyone. Bye. Let's click it out. The letters featured on The Ed and Charlie Show are not real. Any listeners who thought otherwise should see a GP immediately. The Ed and Charlie Show is affiliated with no one and is likely to die alone and should be kept away from children, those easily offended, and the celebrities featured. Any celebrities wanting to send legal letters, please do not. We do not have the budget.